It's the Popcorn Boys, and we're coming in hot, super hot today. We are coming at you live from Emeryville, California. What? The home of Pixar Animation Studios, uh, Daniel. Emeryville? Where the hell's that? Uh, it's in the Bay Area. Should have figured. Yeah. Bunch of nerds up there. I am Kyle Jameson. With me is Daniel Trainer. We are... The Popcorn Boys. What it do, what it do. This week, we are diving deep into Pixar's latest film, Luca. Wow, what a pun. A pun? Did you watch the movie? They dive into the water? Oh, diving in. Gotcha. I honestly didn't know what. It is, you know, it's (laughs) funny. I'm not used to being the smart one in the room. Every time we record a podcast, I think... Does this guy know what's going on? Yeah, no, that's okay. Go on. We'll that's one. <laughs> I said go on a lot. I have to stop. All right, we are going deep on Pixar this week. All we are going to have a discussion slash ranking of the twenty-four wow feature-length films that Pixar has put out. But before we get into that, we're going to do a quick recap of the box office week <laughs> and box office challenge. Oh boy. We have. I mean, new- I say oh boy for you. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm starting to get a little nervous. Starting. Yeah, just a little, just a little nervous. I, okay. You know, five of my twenty movies have been released, including the latest. Wow, uh, that's that, the first of all, that's insane. That five of your twenty. Yeah, I'm already at. What is that? Uh, oh keep, keep God, please! I'm begging you not to ask. Yeah, I thought you were five like, of twenty. Ten percent. No. Okay. Twenty percent. Okay. How do you but, do yes, that? You're, How do you, but yes, you're the smart one. Can I ask one. you something? How do you know that? Hang on a second. I think I got that wrong. <laughs> it's 25%. Damn. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Right? Because five times four is so a one four. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Damn it. Fractions. You know, here's something that I spent... Most of my life in school was spent on fractions. Have I ever done a fraction since 10th grade? No. Fractions are great. I use fractions every day. You use fractions. You use fractions every day. Every day. Name an example. Um, today when I was trying to figure out what percentage of my movies had come out, it's so embarrassing. I got it wrong. Terrible. It's so embarrassing. So, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard came out. Worst title weekend. of all time. Oh, I think it's great. I'm all in on the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. You're all in on Selma Hayek. Sure. Uh, so as of now, the current standings, I lead with $177 million plus dollars at the box office between my five movies. Your one movie has uh, a little over $126 million. That's, a quieter that's right. place that's right. is uh, leading the charge. I'm starting to get nervous because as we talked about last week, we were wondering if maybe In the Heights would be would have a long tail, as we say in the biz. <laughs> you know, it, it opened a disappointing all, opening. no one said that. Also, not in the biz. Hey, we're doing a podcast about the box office. We're in the biz. Yeah, we are in the box office biz. The B.O. biz. <laughs> Who are we? Old Spice? Oh, boy. That's that's a pretty good joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so In the Heights uh, is, has crawled its way to $19.6 million after two weekends. Oh, man. It's it's not looking good. Cruella's yeah. itched its way up to 65 Peter Rabbit uh, 2 colon The Runaway is actually made more than In the Heights. So Not a runaway at the box office. 
Luckily, the Conjuring, for the Conjuring is doing pretty well. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is a little under $18 million as we record. Yeah, whatever. Decent opening, fine opening. So it, like it's lot, so hard to gauge at this point. A lot of these movies that have come out for me are, are on, the, on the latter half of my, of my board. So we weren't expecting big things, but you're kind of hoping for hits there. Uh, we're going to learn oh, a yeah, lot that, more. Yeah, that was what you were hoping. You're like, yeah, I'm going to... We're going to learn a lot more this weekend with Fast 9 coming out. We sure are. And we'll learn a lot more after that. Um, F9, by the way. F9. I apologize. Uh, Bla- Terrible time. Your next like big movie that comes out is July 9th, Black Widow. And listen, if everybody listening to this isn't rushing to the theater, I, I would honestly urge you, buy your tickets in advance. It is going to be such a smoker of a weekend for Black Widow. Buy your tickets in advance. Fandango.com. Use uh, promo code Popcorn Boys. You get five dollars off your ticket. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, that's something wrong with Fandango, not me. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. Yeah, you should be. You should be a little nervous. I'm kind of just like Suicide Squad put out a new trailer. <laughs> Looks and terrible. Did I have people make text, money? Did I have people texting me about that trailer today? Unbeknownst to this box office draft, tell you, you watched your title, it looks pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I know, bro. That's why I drafted it. They're like, what are you talking about? Draft? Did you get any text about the new Snake Eyes trailer? No one's ever heard of it. No one will see it. Oh, it's going to be huge. Snake Eyes, colon. What is it? G.I. Joe Origins. You don't even know. Nobody cares. <laughs> Let's just, get into Pixar. I'm just waiting for Paw Patrol. Yes. There's, so the big <laughs> just movie. waiting for Paw Patrol. Oh, my God. That's how you know. You're like, oh, boy. Paw I am huge. in trouble. So, obviously, the big movie this weekend at the box office was The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Interestingly, the oh. the biggest movie of the week, really, is the latest Pixar, Luca. Yeah, baby. Which, for uh, kind of inexplicable reasons, was not released at all in theaters. Please don't ask. Other than a single week at the El Capitan in Hollywood. Yep. So, I watched this. How? Why do you pronounce it like that? I think that's how you pronounce it. How do you L- pronounce it? The El Captain? <laughs> no, the El Capitan. El Capitan. Like, no, you're doing your like Jada De Laurentiis thing. <laughs> where it's like, tonight, I'm making a pizza. And on that pizza will be tomatoes, spinach, and mozzarella. <laughs> that was the one. And you're like. That's your Giada doing an Italian accent? Oh, yeah. Please? You're like. Oh, yeah, you know, Luca, it's playing in a movie theater. That movie theater, it's in, it's in Los Angeles. It's called the El Capitan. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you see, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boys. Luca and his friend. Oh, boy. What was uh, his friend's name? Alberto. Alberto, yes. Oh, see, you did it there. Well, that, no, that's how Luca says it. Go on. Tell me about your Luca viewing experience. Okay, so I wanted to see it at the El Capitan. But I couldn't. Uh, it just didn't work out. Don't ask me why. Personal reasons. Thank you. I'm very busy. Um, so I watched it on a, dare we say, sorry, computer. Oh, no. I know. Uh, I wa- at least watched it on a TV. I don't know. I can't afford it. Uh, so watch it. <laughs> what? Are you okay? What? No. <laughs> watch it on a computer. Uh, so going in, I, I, for these Pixar things, I really do try to go in not knowing much, which is funny. It's like, please tell me nothing about this animated movie. I'm in my mid thirties. If you dare tell me. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh, but I did. 
and I it worked, and I didn't really know much going in, um, which sort of plays into this idea that prior to Friday, I don't know that anybody knew this movie was coming out. So I don't know. Maybe that played into the the sort of spoiler culture not really being present. Yeah. However, um, so I watched it on my computer. Can't afford a TV. Uh, I let's get right into it. I really, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was really great. Does it... It's just a really pleasurable viewing experience. It's fun to watch. It's breezy. Does it sort of ascend to the heights of maybe Pixar's upper echelon? I'm not sure it does. Probably not. But do I think that it's a good time and really fun to watch and a beautiful movie. Yeah, I do. I really liked it. I I think it suffers from the like kind of crazy Pixar expectations and and they're justified because they've put out so many great movies. Yeah. And this is a, is an enjoy. I I kind of agree with your main takeaway. I don't know if I would call it great, but I really enjoyed it. I would really agree with your main takeaway. You don't. My main takeaway was that it was great. No, your main takeaway that it was you you pleasured yourself while you watched it and it was, it was <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> I think that's what you said. No, we'll get into it. <laughs> we will get you into it. You said it was breezy. It. We it was will get into it. So listen, look, can we not get into it? Actually, listen. When I'm watching these boys, <laughs> oh Jesus, go on. Um, I thought it was cute. Cute movie. Cute. Cute is actually a good word for it. Yeah, that's the, that's the first word. In a non-condescending way. Here are my notes for Luca. Oh, boy. Cute. I love Italy. Now, these are about Luca Doncic. Yes. Okay. Cute. I love Italy. Go on. Uh, kids friendship with an exclamation point for some reason. <laughs> now, here's a question. And then and then the last one here. Didn't feel as original. Now, that's, that's a kind of a comparison to the broader Pixar world. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you. It, it does feel like it's missing sort of that extra layer of like, for the lack of a better term, like an animated movie that is about something. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Which, to be honest, I think can be a Pixar trap sometimes where it's like we're getting into this third act and it's like, oh, this movie's actually about abortion or whatever. Well, okay. <laughs> It's interesting they bring it up because I think we should just dive into this right now. But I think a lot of the 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 takeaway or some of the discussion about this movie is whether this is an allegory to coming out or an allegory for race or what. Now, here's my takeaway. So I'm watching this thing and I've heard little rumblings. Ooh, Luca. Is Luca gay? Well, people are comparing it a lot to Call Me By Your Name. Which is like, okay, whatever. Take it or leave it. I mean, they're riding bikes in Italy. That's Oh, God. There's two boys. There's so much to discuss here. We need to get into it. There's two levels of it. One, is Luca and Alberto, Alberto, is Luca and Alberto, is their story a gay love story? Here's my hot take. No. And here's the hot take that I, I have. Agree. Alberto's the gay one. Okay, you screamed that. Alberto's the gay one. Let me think about that. So here's the thing. P- 
people really struggle with this idea that two men can be friends and Dude, not want to have sex with each other. Is that something people struggle with? Every day. All the time. Every single day. You're struggling with it now. Am I? 100%. But it it's very interesting to me. So going into this, I did think, oh, okay, so Luca's gay. Because <laughs> that's that was the narrative that I've, I don't know, sort of been reading about whatever. So we get into this and I find out, oh, okay, Luca is actually not the gay one. I think it's Alberto. And you find this out when we bring in... Oh, no. What's her uh, name? Juliet? Juliet. Certainly not Juliet. Julia? When Julia comes in. Julia. So, it's really... It's an interesting... Honestly, and I'm being honest. It's an interesting way that people look at male friendships, right? Right. Like, this idea that two boys can't sort of, like, be affectionate with each other and, like, love each other and also not want to have sex with each other. With that being said, Alberto is pansexual, Luca is bi. That's Go on. So I think I think you can take the movie uh, straight forward oh and just God. this is about their friendship and the you know the three of them. But I think the reason people are connecting that is because you know the the whole thing with them hiding their true selves of course. as you know in this case as sea monsters, but that you know. That's what I was being afraid. Yeah. And then and many a, people do look at gay people as sea monsters. They just do. That is just that. That is the world we live in. Unfortunately, also, unfortunately, unfortunately, there's there's a moment at the end of the movie that kind of is impossible to avoid. We know what it is. We know what it is. It's just a line from their parents. No, no we're not talking about the same thing. <laughs> uh, well, I'm talking about the line. I think it's I think it's Luca's mother says like. Something about whether they're going to be okay, and it's like, well, he seems to find the right people around him, or something like that. Is sure about having a support group, and sure, it just felt very. Well, what moment were you? Talking it felt about? very gay. You're allowed to say it. It's Pride Month. Sure, felt gay. There's the moment when they're on the train. I guess. Well, I guess they're not both on the train. When Luca's on the train, and he's sort of like saying goodbye to Alberto, and he, they sort of like. Their hands kind of, mm. it's like a slow sort of pull away. Right. Feel very gay. Okay. And gay people love to ride trains. Well, and obviously. They, now, saying goodbye to somebody on a train. It's the best vehicle for It's a so dramatic. It's the far. gayest way to say goodbye. Saying goodbye to somebody on a train is the gayest way to say goodbye. It's the best way to say goodbye. You can really draw it okay, out. Okay. Some, some people equate those two, but okay. Sorry. <laughs> It just like because trains just start up really slowly, and so you can you can do like the I'm walking along the side of the train, now I'm jogging, and now I'm, I'm literally like sprinting better. trying to keep up. Nothing Eventually, it's gonna better. outrun me. But I love it. Just the dramatic tension in a slow train move away is, you know, without uh, without equal. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, do I I I think that Luca is a love story that can be whatever you sort of want it to be. I think and that's I, the right takeaway. And I think that that's quite beautiful. I was sort of wanting it to be maybe something a little more overt. Yeah. But the fact that it's sort of living in the abstract is is okay with me. I, I, I thought it was a really beautiful movie. And it's, yeah. again, is it going to be one that ultimately is in the sort of top five of my Pixar rankings? Probably not, but 
I also enjoyed the fact that it almost didn't feel like it was trying to be. Yes, it was you know almost I mean? just like it was almost a little basic, and I don't mean that in an insulting way. It was just like a nice okay, story. He's gay man, basic. Go on. Okay. Well, what are you trying to do to me here? Well, Luke was bi. <laughs> what do you say? And Alberto's pansexual. Pansexual, yeah. What about Julia? She had lesbian. <laughs> no, she's straight. But that that was the moment where, like, when Alberto was getting jealous that Julia was becoming close with Luca, that's when I was like, oh, Alberto's actually the gay one. And that's, honestly, that's something for people to know is that, like, gay men are actually really diverse. So, like, somebody like Alberto could be gay when you think it's going to be Luca. And... You, you just don't know. And, and I think that's what's really beautiful about but the that movie. Could, I mean, that could also just be jealous of a friendship thing, too. You know, like... Uh, would you be jealous... Wait, be the roles would be reversed. Would I be jealous if you, like, became good friends with a girl? No. Right. Oh, wait. wait. I'm disproving my point. <laughs> I would be so jealous. You don't even know. <laughs> I would be fuming. I would be fuming. Sure. Of course you would. I would be fuming. Also, like, this is... How old are they? Eight? That Oh, that's what I was going to ask. How old... Are they four or are they 40? Well, they're not four. Because they can ride a bike? Good point. Eh, four-year-olds can... Uh, how old are they? They're, they're like probably Eight? eight? No. They're 12. Think? No. 12. They're not no, eight. No, they're not 12. They're not eight. They're 10. They might be Truce, 10. cultures. 10, 10 actually feels right. Okay. <laughs> My nep- I have a couple nephews who are 10. That does feel right. Yeah. When are they coming on the pod? They ride bikes. Oh, yeah. 10-year-olds do love to ride bikes, eat pasta. Okay, yeah. Checking out. Swim. Ugh. Imagine liking to swim. Swimming's great. Uh, one thing I – how did you feel about the bad guy in the movie? What was his name? Let's say Luigi. Italian guy. Eh. Yeah, he was fine. Pretty didn't, didn't really do it. Stereotypical for me. bad guy. But that's sort of the thing. That's sort of this movie, right? Yeah. You know? And it's like all... the parents are there there's not there wasn't a lot of emotion with the parents. It was like they were almost purely comic relief. When I have been thinking about this movie since I saw it, I was wondering one, one I guess one of my it's not necessarily a criticism, but as I'm comparing it, you know, trying to figure out where to slot it in amongst the 24 Pixar movies. Yeah. I was I was wondering to myself whether this is one that I will want to revisit in the future. And I was thinking that, of course, because leading up to this episode, we have both revisited quite a few yeah. Pixar movies. And, and, you know, that that shouldn't be the main thing about, you know, where, well, you, where you rank the movie. But that's part of it is like, is this – was this – so good, or was there such a great scene that I need to dive back? That I'm excited to go back. It's a back very and, good question. It's a very good again. question. So, what did you rewatch leading into this week? Uh, quite a few. I rewatched uh, in their entireties. I rewatched Toy Story two, Toy Story three, the uh, The Incredibles, Toy Story four, Wall-E, Cars two. Oh, sorry, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. Wow. So I watched all those. Entirely. I also watched pieces of Cars 2, Cars 3, Up, and Inside Out. Wow. So I have seen all of the all of the Pixar movies except for Cars 2 and Cars 3. I'd never seen those uh, going into well, – other than Luca, obviously, which I, which I also watched this weekend. But yeah. this leads me right into my the beginning of my rankings here. So oh. 
this is so scary. We're starting at number twenty-four, the bottom tier. Wait, hold on. So, so explain. So you're we're going through, and you're gonna rank for me. Yeah, from twenty-four to one. Okay. The best Pixar movies. Okay. Uh, I I've kind of grouped them into six tiers of somewhere between three to five movies within each it. tier. There's kind of a quality jump. Do the, the tiers have names? Um. Yes. Great. So as you go, they don't have names, but I will try to make them up on the spot. Oh God, I love making you do that. I will, uh, as you go, I will, because I also rewatched seven or eight, six or seven mo- Pixar movies this week. So as you go, I will uh, let you know which ones I watched and uh, give you some thoughts. Yes, and if you, I, I want to hear your disagreements because I, I think we're going to have some different. I mean, I, I imagine we're going to be on the same page. But sure, there's a lot of let's see. So bottom tier, what are we talking? All right, calling? so my bottom tier, the Lassiter tier. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that works actually. Sure, I'll break these into six tiers, named after six, the six directors who have directed multiple Pixar movies. Love it. So this is the Lassiter tier. <laughs> uh, this starts with number twenty-four, Cars Two, the worst Pixar movie ever made. Fittingly, John Lassiter directed it. Um, now, full disclosure, I've never seen this entire movie. I saw, I watched about 25 minutes of it over the weekend, and I, I had, I just bailed. It's bad. It's like, the Cars well, movies, all three of the Cars movies are, are kind of explicitly directed towards kids. But this one is like... It, hold on, hold on! Aren't they all? All Pixar movies? Yeah! But like, this is, this is, uh, we can't get into this. In but, like, who are these movies for? <laughs> Truly, I'm not kidding. They're for, for everyone. And they, But but what makes well, that, them that's, remarkable that's the is that they mostly are. Yes, and that's the difference between this and, okay, and fair these enough. lower tiers movie, tier movies. Like, Cars 2 is not for adults. Fair enough. Also, never seen it. Um, I do not watch things with uh, I watched about Larry a half, the Cable Guy. <laughs> my notes for Cars 2, bailed after 30 minutes, bad. And I turned it off after a truly uh, terrible. That sounds like a. That sounds like whatever. Well, never <laughs> I turned it off after a truly <laughs> terrible joke about Mater, who Larry the Cable Guy. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! It's me. About him eating an entire plate of wasabi, thinking it was ice cream. Isn't it interesting? I just. What I, kind of I, ice cream? Mint I, chip. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Isn't it interesting that anybody in the world could be Larry the Cable Guy, but he was the only one dumb enough to do it? I could go be a part of the blue collar comedy tour right now if I wanted to. They're just they just don't have the self respect to say no. Hey y'all, I like Jeff Foxworthy. Hey, want to know your redneck cartoon your favorite Pixar movie? You might be a redneck. You might be a redneck cartoon your favorite Pixar movie. <laughs> that's that's not a bad uh, Jeff Foxworthy joke. I do not know what he sounds like. Number twenty three. I don't like Jeff Foxworthy, by the way, just for the record. Uh, the 23rd best Pixar movie yep. is Cars 3. <laughs> now, as I stated wow. before, this the is disrespect the, to the automobile. This is the only other one that I have not made it all the way through. I've seen the other 22 in their entirety. Uh, but Cars 3, Cars 3 is actually significantly better than Cars 2. Significantly better? It really is. That's how bad Cars 2 is. And again, I only watched a half hour. I made it through about 45 minutes of Cars 3 and went, you know, this is pretty decent. But I'm just, I was just kind of over Cars at that point. 
<laughs> just in, like well good news we're going into fast and the furious week on the podcast go on oh baby a lot of the zoom zoom i say vroom vroom cars go no cars go vroom vroom not zoom zoom it depends on the type of car no no actually cars with loud like bigger bulkier cars go vroom whereas sleeker quicker cars go zoom no i've never heard a car go zoom in my life like a uh an indie car goes zoom. No, 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 no. That's a vroom. NASCAR, That's a classic NASCAR vroom. goes vroom. Indie car goes zoom. Zoom. No, it's, it's just a quicker vroom. Vroom. <laughs> no, that's wrong. No cars have gone zoom. Yeah. It's... Space should go zoom. The 22nd best Pixar movie. And the, my next three here, you, I can kind of put in any order, so I'll just blast them out here real quick. Number 22 is Onward. Never saw it. You didn't see it, huh? No. It just – that actually has some legit moments. I might be ranking it too low. But overall, I just I, – I was just kind of out on it. I didn't yeah. see that one in the theaters. Yeah. It was during the pandemic. I was kind of just like – Yeah. There's not that much going on here. There, there were a couple – you know, there's some decent story points about, about um, brothers and – and mm. fathers and sons, but ultimately Beautiful. didn't do it for me. Number 21, The Good Dinosaur. Yeah. Just not great. More like a bad dinosaur. I didn't, I didn't re-watch this one. I saw I haven't seen it since the theaters. I just remember being very underwhelmed. Fair. Uh, and number 20, the last of the John Lasseter's here, uh, Monsters University. Yeah. A sequel that just didn't seem to have any heart. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but I was fair. Monsters, Inc. is, is delightful. Monsters University just felt like a blah sequel. Fair. Never saw it. <laughs> well, so, have, wait, did you see any I, in that tier? Did you see it, the good dinosaur? Hey, here, maybe let's just move on <laughs> in this Pixar episode. All right, moving on to tier number five, which I am naming the. Ooh, this is interesting. The Dan Scanlon tier. Who the hell is that? Uh, he directed Monsters University and Onward. Oh, perfect. Great. So, did he ever make someone feel uncomfortable sexually? <laughs> Unclear. I mean, I assume they all have. Okay. Number nineteen. Okay. Finding Dory. Okay. Spoiler alert. For the first time in my life, I watched Finding Dory oh, this morning. Here he goes. Now, I also watched this uh, half last night and half today. So here's the thing with Finding Dory. I never watched it. And it's not because I've been telling people for years that Ellen's a monster. And people are like, oh, she seems great. She dances over tables and stuff, and she's gay and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what, guys, just trust me on this. Okay? When you live in L.A. as long as I have, which is all of eight years, um, you hear wow. things. You hear things. Wow. And I tried, to, I tried to, you know, warn people, and nobody would listen to me. Do I know every word of her here and now comedy special release? Into of course I do. Of course I do. Ellen's a legend. We love Ellen. Ellen, come on the pot. Ellen listens. She's a fan. Fan of the pot. She's a popcorn girl. <laughs> That's what we call our fans. So, <laughs> yeah. So, going into Finding Dory, my expectations were so low, just because I, 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 I didn't really care. 
the Ellen factor of it all felt weird. It was a movie that came out and did really well at the box office, but wasn't received very well critically. And we can get into this, I think, maybe more at the end, but Finding Dory wasn't even nominated for mm. animated feature at the Oscars, right. which sort of in retrospect is kind of shocking, given how big Finding Nemo was, given how big Finding Dory was at the box office. But watching it, Maybe it was because I went in with such low expectations. My overall thoughts were, this is fine. It's It falls into the Pixar trap where it all becomes about a chase. Interesting. And we're finding Dory, and we are finding Dory for a very long time. That is true. So I think, you know, you're, you're, you're saying the chase thing is kind of... The uh, recurring throughout Pixar movies, um, I think part of the reason this movie doesn't really work is just that Dory has become the main character. Hundred percent, couldn't agree more. Have it written down. Dory, when when your main character has this issue <laughs> of short term memory, memory loss, loss, and they have to they have to explain it seven hundred times yeah. because she's always losing her memory. She's a great best friend foil for your main character this is it dory is annoying but a fantastic supporting character yes dory as a main character it just it gets exhausting and here's the thing a fish with short-term memory loss should be euthanized <laughs> but uh, seriously it, it, it's become it, it becomes very tedious yes you know it, it's that it's said, okay the movie so this is i I had seen it once before. This was my second time seeing it. Uh, I remembered it being worse than it was. Yeah. I, I mostly enjoyed it for the first, you know, however long. But yeah, the the last act is terrible. It's, it's so really long. bad. It's really long. And, like, They're, the like when the octopus, the octopus is driving the van, it's just... I know. And listen, are we talking terrible. about a, talk, a movie about a talking fish? Of course. Yes, but it, it just... You know, they they create this whole world in which the yeah. an, the in Finding Nemo the you know the fish are fish and they do fish things. The fish and are it, fish. And sometimes they they stretch that line a little bit, but the octopus is driving a bit. Yeah. By the way, the, totally o- the octopus is phenomenal. Ed O'Neill, right? By far, yeah, by far my favorite part of the movie is is the octopus character. That's okay. No, he was great. No, there's only one answer for your favorite part of Finding Dory, and that's Baby Dory. Oh, Baby Dory's very cute. People are out here talking about uh, Baby Yoda. Okay. <laughs> baby, baby fucking Dory walks so Baby Yoda could run. I'm sorry. I like that. That's a good take. Baby Dory is so much better than Baby Yoda. The octopus is great. The whole yeah, movie should have been about the today, octopus. I watched it today, and I'm like, oh. The whole movie should have been about the octopus. The octopus should have been the main character. No. Any more thoughts on Finding Dory? Should we keep it moving? Please keep it moving. All right. The 18th best Pixar movie is A Bug's Life. Okay. Second movie they ever did. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not really qualified to talk on it. I I saw it once maybe when I was, you know, uh, two. No one. (laughs) When it came out. Uh... 98? 97? Could that be right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot to say about about A Bug's Life. It's fine. Yeah, it came out in 98. Okay. Uh, it's, it's half decent. It's enjoyable, but it's nothing... It doesn't feel like a Pixar movie retroactive. I was more of an back ants. On it. I was more of an ants guy. Oh, you're a big, big ants fan. More of an ants fan. Uh, number 17. And so number 17 is Brave. What? Brave is pretty good. And that's why this starts to get... Okay. Brave is far too low. So you would, you would have Brave much higher? Well, yeah, I'm sorry. You know... A female protagonist, I'm sure, is not your cup of tea. <laughs> yes, of course, I would have a much higher. Brave is Brave is good. I have no issues with Brave. Sure, I know what you're saying in terms of like you get into like we're ranking Pixar movies. It becomes it sort of becomes difficult to differentiate between the good and the bad because they're mostly good. Right. But yeah, Brave that's far too low. I could be talked into bumping it up a little bit, and I will. Uh, number sixteen is Cars. The first you Cars. Think... The first Cars is pretty good. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. May he rest in peace. Oh my God! Had you on my cell the other day, buddy. That one. What's that about? Newman's own. Yeah. I don't know why it's. Why salad? Dressing? I don't know why it's salad. I mean, they do a whole lot of. It's a, it's a it's charity stuff, it's right? Charity company. But yeah. why not like? I don't know why. I don't Jeez. know how salad dressing became the focus. It's a good question. Salad dressing. Was he a big salad fan? They also have like frozen pizzas. Oh, that's which are pretty right. good. I've seen those. They're pretty good for, you know, I would rank them pretty highly on the frozen pizza scale. That's the next episode. What's your number one? Elios. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. That was just one. Is it I a Boston a joke? I, I don't know if it's a local Elios? Yeah. You never heard of it? No, that sounds like a Boston thing. Not interested. I mean, Elios, hey, ma, when you gonna get me an Elios from my... They were re- the slices, Elios slices are rectangular. So it's not a slice. It's a square. Well, no, it's not square. It's a rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the end of uh, tier, the, uh, what is this, the f- second tier, I guess, Some as we're going up. Yeah, okay, go on. My next tier only has three movies in it. Okay. Uh, and two of them are Toy Story movies. So. Oh, oh man. Okay. My, the 15th best Pixar movie is Toy Story 2. That, oh my God. That is. The 14th no, best no, Pixar. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. Let's just get, I'll get the tier out That here. is absurd. That's, it's not absurd. That's perfection. Toy uh, this is oh the. Oh my God. This is the Lee Unkrich tier, by the way. That's, Lee Unkrich Hive stand up. That's what we're naming this one. So number 15 is Toy Story 2. Number 14 is Toy Story 4. That is... And number 13 is Luca, which we have already discussed. Luke. Oh, my God. Okay. Toy Story 2 being that low is absolutely a crime. Why? Okay, so I watched Toy Story 2 again, right? As did I. The first movie I, I wanted to revisit here. And I'll tell Here's, you... No, go on. Not, I, not I would spoil, love to hear about this. Not to spoil anything that's coming on the rest of my list, but the original Toy Story is one of my favorite movies ever made. And for a sure. long time, I've been seeing on lists, and of course I saw Toy Story 2 back in the day, 
and for a long time, I've been angered when I see on lists and sort of rankings that Toy Story 2 is often rated above Toy Story 1. Sure. Which is one of the most preposterous things I've ever heard. Toy Story 2 is pretty good. It hits great once, but maybe maybe twice, actually. There's two great moments in Toy Story 2. Wrong. Go on. One is Jesse's montage, which I think is the first time in a Pixar movie they really go all in on. Like, I'm an sure you're not montage. surprised about this, but I have lots to say about that. And the second thing <laughs> that's great about Toy Story 2 is the boner joke that the movie ends on. <laughs> there are a couple jokes in there where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It literally ends on Buzz Lightyear getting a boner. Yeah. Because Jesse does some sort of trick, and then they cut to, they cut to Buzz, and his wings his wings get erect. Here, see, I think the Toy Story versus Toy Story two comparison is really interesting because I, if I were to rank my list, I do think I would have Toy Story above Toy Story two, just because there's such an affinity for being introduced into this world, and like I remember like watching all of that for the first time, it was so incredible. So, like, meeting all these characters and seeing all this stuff for the first time is very special. But I think Toy Story 2, and I am ready to go out onto this pedestal, I think Toy Story 2 is nearly a perfect movie. I think it is exceptional. There's no wasted momentum. There's no wasted anything. I think it is so funny. And I think it is nearly perfect. Toy Story 2 is not my favorite Pixar movie, but Toy Story 2 would be in my... It's probably in my top... Man, I don't want to say five, but it might be. I think that's crazy. I, I went well, back into it going, maybe I maybe I underrated Toy Story 2 through the years because I've been mad about this for a long time. And I rewatched it again, and the first thing I have written down in my notes is weaker jokes. The jokes are oh not nearly as good. I was having They're the time of my life. Nearly as good. I was laughing out loud. I was having the time of my life. Bullseye and Jesse are great. Great additions. Uh, Stinky Pete is not very good. They they do He's the not exact supposed to be. They do the exact same character in Toy Story 3 with Lotso, who's just a way better version of that character. Oh my god, you so Toy Story 3's ahead of Toy Story. Wait, you put 4 ahead of 2? One spot ahead, yeah. That I I can't reconcile that in my head. I just don't think Toy Story Toy Story Two just. I think it's almost perfect. I just don't think it's that good. Let me. Can I ask you a question? And here's my. We're going to talk about titles of these like Pixar movies because so many of them have great titles. Right. Why isn't it called Toys? The first one. Yeah. Toy Story is a good title. Why isn't it called? Okay, you didn't answer my question. Why isn't it called Toys? I think Toy Story is a better title than it's Toys. It's not. You think Toy Story is a better title than Toys? It is. Toys! It, it, toys isn't that good. It's oh too short. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry, Cars. Yeah, Cars isn't a very good title. Whatever. Car story, toys? Car Story why, would no, be but better. Why isn't it called Toys? Is there a reason? Know. You know they wanted to call it Toys. There has to be a reason. I think Toy I'm Story. Call John Lasseter. Hold yeah, on. Give Johnny a call. 
Uh, Toy Story 4. I have one spot ahead of Toy Story 2. Which, where, do you remember seeing that in theaters? Toy Story 4? Yeah. Uh-huh. Where? Uh, I want to say the Arclight Culver City. With who? With you. Correct. Toy Story 4 is unnecessary. Well, I don't disagree there. Uh, Toy Story 3 ends perfectly. Toy Story 4 is completely unnecessary, but it is hilarious. Okay. Um, Duke Kaboom is great. Duke Kaboom. Forky, suicidal Forky is hilarious. Forky works. And it's decent on the emotional beats with like Woody's reunion with Bo. Yeah. It's not as good on the emotional beats as Toy Story 2, but I think the the jokes are much better in 4 than they are in 2 personally. Fair enough. So you brought up the Jesse sort of montage, right? Yes. Uh, the song called uh, When She Loved Me, performed by Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. Absolute icon, idol. Now, the fact that that didn't win Best Original Song at the Academy Awards is one of the most egregious things that they've ever done. And when I tell you what they what it lost to, you will support. Oh, I'm which so excited is to find out. So Hold on, embarrassing I'm going my head. for you. It is so embarrassing that you will be like, "Oh yeah, better, better winner." 1999 movie best song. I have no idea what this is. When I tell you that mother effing Phil Collins. Oh yes, baby. One for like. Tarzan? God, yes. God <laughs> forsaken, you'll be in my heart, which is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. The fact that you'll Toys- be in my heart is a great song. You'll be in my heart. Yeah, hey, guess what? You sound just like Phil Collins. No matter what they say, <laughs> you'll be there in my heart. So hold on. Always. What are you looking up? Uh, okay, I'm looking up. The other up. nominees? No, well, yes, because this is, I believe that this year, and I hold this true, is one of the best, it, it has to be the best, best original song lineup ever. Ooh. So your winner, You'll Be In My Heart, Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Love Phil Collins. Do you like Phil Collins? What's that from? Frasier or something? That's from American Psycho. We've literally talked about the scene on this podcast. Oh, I watched that last week. Yeah, whatever. No, I don't, by the way. Um, and the fact that he does, man, I should tell you something. Um, Love Toy, When She Loved Me, What's Randy that? Newman. From, what is that? I mean, he doesn't even. To, to be in a room with a straight man. Is this the song we're talking about? Yes. Okay, well, you said Randy Newman, not Sarah. I already said, I said so the Randy name. wrote it? Yes. Sarah McLaughlin okay. sang it. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. The three other nominees. The absolute icon, have to have her on the pod, Diane Warren. Music of my heart Ugh. from... I'm sorry, music, which... Diane Warren is the worst. So, well, this, on, will, make you, this Warren. will make you not like her even more. The fact that the song is called Music of My Heart from the, from the movie Music of the Heart. Oh, no. <laughs> That's truly terrible. So, the other two... Uh, Why does she have a thousand nominations? Because this is her job, is to write songs for movies. 
I'm obsessed with her. She's an icon. She'll come on the pod. She listens. <laughs> um, the other two. Uh, from South Park. Oh. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Blame Canada. Great song. And your final one. Did you go with Uncle Fucker? <laughs> yeah. Music and lyrics by Amy Mann. Mm. From Magnolia. Save me. Oh, save me. I was An thinking incredible Wise song. Up, but Wise Up wasn't original. Save me. You'll be in my heart. Terrible. Great, Always. great lineup, though. Great lineup. I love Phil Collins. Phil Collins is, yeah, okay. I mean, no one's surprised. We're getting to the big boys here. Not really. We're through three tiers. We have three tiers to go. Okay. Uh, Luca was number 13, by the way. Just yeah, I know. Toy we kind of breezed two, by Toy that. That feels about right. It's middle of the pack. It's almost I would put the, I would. I would put Luca above some others, but that, that feels about right. All right, uh, next tier up, we're going to call this the, let's go with the Brad Bird tier. Sure. Number 12, Soul. Yeah. Feels right. Yeah, it feels right. right. Soul? It's even like when I was watching Luca, I was thinking about, I like this more than Soul. Like, that was a thought that I had. Yeah. Just, like, comparing the latest two Pixar things that I'd watched in, I, in terms of, like, release. And I'm not sure. Sh- even just, like, sitting here 12 hours later, I'm not even sure if that's true. I think Soul is a movie that I liked. Soul made me cry. Right. Soul has an, one of those really great yeah. kind of em- yeah. classic Pixar emotional scenes. I just think Soul... The degree of difficulty on Soul is much higher. And, I agree with that. And maybe it doesn't entirely land. You know, yeah, but, okay. But I, I just think they're what they're shooting for there is much harder to pull off, and they come pretty close to it. It's not perfect, but... Yeah, I agree. Uh, number 11, Monsters, Inc. A lot of people... This I feel like this is one of the movies that people name as their favorite Pixar. Well, sometimes. if you do, that's... I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah, you... Please, leave. But this was our first kind of step into the, like, this is one of the, I think this is the fourth Pixar movie ever made. Is that uh, correct? That's correct. So this, this is early. This is 2001. Uh, really original idea. Like in the, Monsters in, who go to college. In the way, no, that's Monsters University. Monsters who go to a business. They go to work. <laughs> they go to work. Monsters who go to work. Uh, the, in the way the Toy Story is, is brilliantly original, Monsters Inc. kind of has that same level of creativity behind it. Sure. Which I respect. Sure. Especially because they're coming off A Bug's Life, which doesn't quite hit that level of that. And then Toy Story 2, which is a sequel. It's like, all right, where are we going here? And then yeah. Monsters Inc. kind of resets to like, all right, we're doing really interesting stuff here. Sure. Also, Boo is great. Boo now, is... Boo is who? Boo is the little girl in Monsters Inc. Oh, sure. Right, right, right. Very cute. Great. The 10th best Pixar movie. I'm nervous. Go on. Incredibles 2. Ah, okay. This is one that I didn't get a chance to revisit. It only came out, what, two years ago? It was more than two. Was it? Ooh. Uh, It came out in 2018, so three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so I was right. Uh, Incredibles 2 is a movie that I, yeah, again, I've only seen that once. I saw it in theaters. Really, Really enjoyed it. It's tough for me to put a sequel Ahead right. of some of these other really creative ones, like Monsters, Inc. Well, that's sort of the Toy Story, Toy Story 2 thing for me. It's like, I mean, you completely disagree, but 
I think I would put Toy Story ahead of Toy Story 2 just in the sense that it's, yeah, it is hard to validate. It's much harder to create that world yeah. than it is to kind of come up with a new story right. within it. Right. Like, that's the more impressive accomplishment. Right. And I, I, I yeah, I get what you mean with, you know, but if the sequel is really good and entertaining, you want to rate it high, but it's it's hard to put it above. Sure. Even if maybe, if you're completely objective, maybe it is a better movie. Sure. Like you, I think you could argue that Incredibles 2 is better than Incredibles 1, maybe. I don't know. We're going to get there in just a second. Sure. Um, Incredibles 2 is hilarious, by the way. That was, it's very funny. That was my takeaway coming out of the theater watching that movie was like, yeah. I was laughing. Do you know, I saw, that at, I saw that by myself at the Grove, I think the day it came out. Don't ask me why I was there. <laughs> but I did, and it was me surrounded by families. Because I think it was like in the middle of the day on a Friday. And again, please, I'm begging not to ask me why I was there by myself. But it was such a chaotic experience. But really made me like the movie that much more. Being surrounded by just like this youthful energy. Okay. You have no, <laughs> I, I thought, nothing. He has nothing to say. I thought you had more to say there. I thought you were. I, I didn't realize that was the end of the thought. Youthful energy, Incredibles two in the Grove on a Friday. Whatever. At R.I.P. Pacific Theaters at the I Grove. Know. Who knows? Wait, somebody bought it. AMC right? did. Yeah. AMC. Oh, it's, well, whatever. It's alive. Right after I wandered over to Cheesecake Factory. Wow. Did you get some cheesecake? No. Went to Barnes and Noble. Then I went to the American Girl store. Where else? Were you there by the yourself? Bar- yeah. Why? Moving on. <laughs> Number nine. The ni- We're in the top ten here, by the way. The yeah. ninth. Yeah, I think we get that. The ninth best Pixar movie is Up. Okay, interesting. Now, Up, I rewatched the beginning of Up today. A, a matter if it's of, Up, then it's Up, then it's Up, then it's a, stuck. Just a matter of hours ago. Uh, the beginning of Up is phenomenal. Yep, correct. Incredible. The montage about their life together. Yep, correct. Is over eleven minutes into the movie. One of the most heartbreaking things ever. Correct. I'll tell a quick story of seeing this in the theater with Beth. Who? My girlfriend Beth. Oh, sorry, ladies. She is famously a crier <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> emotional scenes with with very uh, famously a crier. <laughs> the best part about this though is the if there is a score. A very like specific score attached to a, a scene that made her cry. For the rest of her life, all I have to do is play that song, and she'll she'll like start breaking. Love that. But much like when you were seeing uh, Incredibles two with a bunch of kids in the theater, <laughs> we saw Up on like a Saturday matinee with a bunch of kids in the theater. Oh no! And this scene happens, and Beth is full on <laughs> sobbing. With her, like, head on my shoulder, just soaking my shirt with her <laughs> tears. Just, like, can't even pull it together. Oh, no. And we're surrounded by, like, five-year-olds running around the theater just, like, causing chaos. Yeah, sure. And, like, we see – we're the ones who are out of place Don't here, you love like, being around people who don't understand death? <laughs> when did you understand death? Um, Do I understand death? Oh, my God. That explains everything. <laughs> now, up – so – the montage is amazing. The house floats away about 20 to, 20 to 25 minutes in. Yep. The kid is cute. Great music. 
but most of the movie, you know, they float away 25 minutes in. The rest of the movie is kind of an adventure movie. They love adventures. And it's good. It's fine. But it's not special the way the beginning is special. And so I, that's why I have it rated. I, I think a lot of people, you know, this was the first Pixar movie to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Correct. And a little bit of caveat because that didn't come into play. Like Toy Story. Well, I don't know. We'll get into that. Maybe we can talk about that. But like Toy Story wasn't eligible. That like category wasn't even around when. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, sorry, you, I'm sorry. Yes, best yes, picture. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, it's yes. First one to be nominated. But for best picture. that's so. Yeah. So this was sort of the big one in the expanded Once field. Once the field expanded. Right. Yes, exactly. Right, right. My take on Up is that it's bad. Ooh. Everything that you've said, I, I completely agree with. I think the first like 20 minutes of it are great. I love even we sort of come back to this thing when there's, you know, he's looking through his memory book and through photos that his wife put in there and, right. you know, all of this. I think all of that is great. I mean, the high points of it are like incredibly high. But I think we're looking at, like at least for me, 75% of the movie that I just don't really care for. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering if you were going to push back and have that one much higher. I think some people no. do. But I think when they think about a movie, they remember those, up, those highs. Up for me is down. <laughs> if it's up, then it's up, then it's up. No? <laughs> Number eight is The Incredibles. Now you'll notice when I said uh, oh, not this. My, the tenth best movie it was it's called Incredibles Two. The original is called The Incredibles. Absolute insanity. Who's in charge? What is Pixar? Why? Who is, is Pixar? Where did the go? I'm sorry. Is this a dumb question? What is what is is Pixar an acronym? Uh, What's an acronym? <laughs> I think you used that correctly. Pix. What is Pixar? Pixels. I th- don't think it's an acronym. Pix. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't see anything about it being an acronym. Pix. It's, it's got. Obviously, it has something to do with pixels, but don't Pix know. I'm sure we could find Pix that on the internet. Are... Go on. Anyway, The Incredibles is number eight. Rewatched that recently, or just over the weekend. Uh, it's delightful. It doesn't have any of the emotional highs like the best Pixar movie movies do, but this one moves. It's crisp. It, yeah. It's very entertaining throughout, and it's just enjoyable. Really good characters. Yeah. Good family story. I like – it's The Incredibles. Yeah. It's I'm not, on board. It's not incredible, but it's very good. <laughs> it's not incredible, but it's very good. What is her name, the mom? Uh, Elastigirl. Stretchy McGee. Elastigirl. Yeah. Elastigirl. Holly Hunter, right? Yes. She's hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Mr. Incredible. Mr. Inc- the image of Mr. Incre- Incredible sitting in the office job is always funny. Oh, yeah. He's, just, he's, he's so big. He's very large. Is that so funny? For, for it's like, oh, desk. this guy can't fit in a normal chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are moving now into the elite. This is it. Pixar movies. There are seven remaining. I don't know. Okay. And I think they're all... Genuinely are fantastic these one movies. tier? No, these are two separate tiers. I have a top three that are that to me are like three of my favorite movies. Full stop. Okay, I okay. 
Now the the other four. I, You're I lucky. I'm are, blind because I cannot read your computer screen. <laughs> the other the the four in the in the second tier I think are great, great, great movies, but aren't like personal favorites. So we have but four I in tier. With, I wouldn't quibble it with anyone picking any one of these seven as what they think is the best Pixar. Got it. Okay. So number seven. Oh, this is uh, what are we going to call this tier? This is going to be the Pete Doctor. The tier. Doctor tier. Uh, number seven. Uh, fittingly for the Pete Doctor tier is Inside Out. Okay, interesting. Um, Inside Out, I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it today. Yeah. It's, it's so creative. Okay, so... And this really, one of their all-time, um, really knocking the emotion... I mean, the whole movie's about emotions, so you know they're oh, yeah. going to do a really good Inside job. Inside Out, yeah, you know, it's a really... It's a good movie about emotion. Okay. <laughs> What are your thoughts on Inside Out? Uh, well, Inside Out might be my number one. Really? I don't. Uh, I, I, like I said I before, I can't quibble with it because I really haven't. It's, great. it's it's impossible for me to sort of like differentiate some of these things. But having I watched Inside Out again yesterday or the day before, and. I just think it's a really remarkable movie that even like, it's funny watching it again. I think this this was only the second time I had seen it. It's like, oh, this is about mental health. Where the first time I saw it, I was like, this girl's nuts. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, like it was, it was interesting. And it's like, it, Watching a movie about this, like, girl from the Midwest who moves to California and has to go to a new school as she's growing up. Wow. You it's like, hello, my biography. <laughs> she even loves hockey. I know. Unbelievable. And one of my one of my biggest. What are your core memories, Daniel? Okay. So one was when a bird shit on me. Two. <laughs> Two is when somebody mistook me for Frankie Muniz at the American Idol season one finale. That's a good one. Three is when you were on the set of... What movie was it? Which one? you got to be more specific, maybe. Um, The disaster movie. Cloverfield. Yeah. We'll we'll save this story for a special edition of the podcast. Cloverfield episode, yeah. Um, I think it's set out is, is, is fantastic. And... We can get into this, I guess. But we were talking earlier about favorite Pixar scenes. Yes. This movie has my favorite one of all time. What is it? I would love for you to guess. I don't remember the particular scenes all that well, other so, than what I just watched from the beginning. When they're is going... It, it's not when... Um, does it involve... What's his name? Bing Bong? It does involve Bing Bong, but it's but not... But it's not like the culminating Bing Bong scene? No, and Bing Bong. Oh, Bing Bong. Oh, may he rest in peace. Bing Bong. Pour one out for Bing Bong. Bing Bong is a friend of the pot. He listens. It's when they are going into the, I believe it's called sort of like the abstract thought area. When yeah. they're sort of like off the, uh, what is it, train of thought. Is that right? right. And they I go in and they get, they go, they get turned into like, so it's Bing Bong and it's joy and it's sadness. And they're inside. They get turned into different sort of variations of themselves. It was like a 2D version. And then all these other sort of like abstract versions of their own beings. 
Okay. It's incredible. I need to rewatch this. It's the, the best. Rest of this movie. I mean, I go, don't remember it, the scene. All it that goes well. on for maybe, I don't know, three minutes. It's the. It's incredible. It's the best. It's so good. I'm a little disappointed in the character names in Inside Out. But do you get it though? Joy. Well, Joy works because Joy is like. Someone's so name. sadness. Her name is sadness because she's she represents sadness. But joy is also a person's name. Names can be and whatever thus you want it's them. Clever. Names can be whatever. No one you has want. ever been named sadness. You don't know that. Names can be whatever Just you want. Just come up them with a be. sad name. Melancholy. <laughs> oh my god! Unbelievable. <laughs> People, that's a name, right? You can be named sadness. They can. And also, what's her name from they the? Office? What's her name? Phyllis Smith. Is that Phyllis, right? I don't know. Phyllis from The Office, yeah. She's so good. She is great. There's great voice acting throughout the entire thing. Yes, yes. It's, uh... They do a nice job with the cast in this one. Yeah, fantastic. Number six is Ratatouille. This is insane. Having Ratatouille above Inside Out? It's absurd. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Is so good. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Here's what I'll say about Ratatouille. Great title. Fantastic. Phenomenal title. Phenomenal. Perfect. It's so good. The movie? Eh? Oh, no. I love it. Well, it's in your Pete Doctor tier. I mean, say no more. <laughs> Sixth best Pixar movie ever made. Here's the thing about Ratatouille. There's nothing more pretentious than a person... Who loves food other than a rat who loves food? <laughs> okay? That's what makes it fun. That's it's, that's what's so heartbreaking about it. This rat loves high-end cuisine. It's not. you would never let no, a rat in rat, the kitchen at a restaurant. That's not heartbreaking. The rat sucks. Remy? This rat, I feel. No, the other one. I feel no sympathy for this rat. I love Remy. I feel no sympathy for this rat. This rat is a pretentious fuck. Rats are smart. I love rats in general. Oh my, I love rats. If you put a rat underneath your hair right now, it would it would be able to... If I put a rat underneath my hair? Oh, sorry. I meant hat. <laughs> he would be able to pull your hair and move you around. I wouldn't... That's another... This is another thing. This guy, Linguini. What a schmuck. I'm sorry. What a cuck. Okay? Linguini's a cuck. Linguini's great. Linguini's a cuck. The food critics are great. The way that he lets... The food critics are great. But the way that the he... The scene when he eats the ratatouille. Oh, okay, this is okay. This is the biggest part of the movie. This entire thing hinders on this one dish. Okay? Give me your best. Whatever. This like guy who looks like he's from Despicable Me. It's like they ran out. They like <laughs> copied it. Which came out first? Don't know. Uh, this came out before Despicable Me, by the way. So, no, sorry, Despicable Me. You copied it. Grew copied... Whatever his name is. So they're doing this this big scene, right? Where it all, it all hinges on this one dish. How's he going to make it? What are they going to do? How's he going to make it? I'm going to mix in ratatouille. And then he eats his dish of ratatouille. That thing looked terrible. Oh, no way. Oh, my God. Some vegetables. ratatouille. Some vegetables piled on a plate. And I'm sorry. That's what ratatouille is. Okay. First of all, sort of. But also, I'm a vegan. Okay, not to brag. I wouldn't even eat that. It looked terrible. You know Peter O'Toole voiced the food critic? Yeah. Also, fun fact. You want to know this? Anton Ego. Who cares? 
Do, do you know who voiced Linguini? Um, oh my god, he's on the Wikipedia. This is Lou cheating. Romano. Yeah, and do you know how Lou Romano started at Pixar? I'll tell you. He was yeah. a production designer for The Incredibles. Oh wow. Yeah, he like he's like an artist, and then I don't know how we came to be a voice actor for uh, Ratatouille, but he just was. That's fun. Yeah, he seems great. Oh. Not not uh, related to Ray, unfortunately. Ray Romano. Yeah. Everybody loves Ray. Like, Not everybody should I know loves who Ray. Lou Romano. Is? Was no. it Lou? Yeah. Lou Ferrigno? Oh, I wish. Oh, rest in peace. Is he dead? Uh, I think he's alive. That's such a fun game. Is he alive? Name a person. I'll tell you if they're dead or alive. Ooh. Um, let's see. Um, Al Kaline. <laughs> I know he's dead. Recently. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll ask you, uh, dead or alive? We don't even know the answer to Lou Ferrigno. Hang on, I'm going to look it up. No, he's alive. He's alive, right? The Hulk never dies. Oh, incredible. He's alive. Yes. How old? 69. Oh, let's say it together. Say what? (laughs) Dead or alive? Um. Uh, what a riveting game. No, hold on. Dead or alive? We're still in the Pete Doctor tier here. Dead or alive? Oh, Hitler. Alive. Secretly. You got it. Number five. The fifth best Toy Story movie ever. Okay. Spoiler alert, it is the last remaining sequel on the list. Oh, sure. Toy Story 3. The amount by which Toy Story 3 is better than Toy Story 2 can barely even be calculated. Wrong! Toy Story 3 is so good. Well, sure. And this is something we've discussed off-pod, but we talked about the the opening scenes to the Pixar movies. Yeah. Toy Story 3 has one of the best opening scenes. It's fantastic. The emotional beats in Toy Story 3 are perfection. It wraps the series up beautifully. It's a, I mean, they should have just... It, it's the they perfect, didn't wrap up the franchise. Well, I know. That's that's the point. But it was the perfect ending. Can I ask you something? Beautiful movie. Did you think your toys were real? Um, When I was a kid or now? Because <laughs> I think my opinion has changed. <laughs> no, but like... When you first saw the Toy Story movies, like, there was a real time when I was oh, like, yeah. I think these things. You, like, go back, you know. Yeah. Like, I was, what, I was 10 years old when I saw it, basically? Yeah, you were old. By the way, I, I specifically What kind remember, of toy guy were you? Oh, I was, like, um, uh, Ninja Turtles, He-Man, what? a lot of, like, action figures. How old are you? What do you mean, how old He-Man? Isn't the seventies and, and Star Wars? Those are my my big ones. He Man. He well, He Man were mostly like my older brothers, but oh, that I makes had two sense. older brothers. That so makes I kind sense. Of, you had when I was a kid. I had two older brothers. What happened? I still do, <laughs> but none of us play with He Man toys They're anymore. They're gonna start listening soon. <laughs> but yeah, Ninja Turtles action figures, Star Wars toys. That was my jam. What was yours? Um, I was kind of all over the place. I, like, despised Legos. I remember that. Like, I remember for birthdays, despised I would get... Despised Legos? 
Why? Well, I'm gonna build something. You giving me a a chore? Okay, I, I see that. But I, I remember getting Legos for like birthdays and stuff, like birthday parties. I like Playmobil. Did you have Playmobiles? Yeah, yeah. But good. I had like a lot of like. I had, like, action figures, a lot of, like, wrestling stuff. Like, mm. I had a lot of wrestling action figures. I was big into, like, um, uh, like the, sort of the Gak Play-Doh oh, no. universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Gak. Love Gak stuff. Was, what an absolute nightmare. Gak, Gak is heaven. Is. Gak is heaven. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Okay. You should watch it. I, you didn't. You didn't watch that in your rewatch. Not as not not as part of my rewatch. No, but I I've, I've seen it multiple times. I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, sure. It's so much better than Toy Story Two. Okay, I, even, I, I will. I, I I yeah. I'll watch it again. Number four, the last of the Pete Doctor tier, is Coco. Great choice. Coco's great. In Coco po- is in Poco so Loco. good. You're what? Un poco loco. I'm in love with the coco. Mama Coco lover. <laughs> Mama Coco lover. Mama Coco lover. Coco is another one of these that is just infinitely creative. Yeah. Great storytelling. Super emotional. Has some adventure. Yep. Coco is... It's up there. But it doesn't quite hit my... Tippity top tier. Not the tippity top, huh? Yes. Okay. Any more thoughts on Coco before we we jump to the No, Coco's great. And I think like it it it, I think it bears saying that like Pixar making a movie like Coco, and it's not to give them too much credit, I suppose, but like they can throw in the towel anytime they want, you know, for this stuff. Coco is a legitimately adventurous, interesting Outside the box movie. That fe- should have been nominated for best picture. Oh, without it's a crazy doubt. that it wasn't right. It's so good, but it's 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 Pixar. I don't want to. I don't even want to say risk taking because that makes it seem like it's sort of you know it is what it is. It's a great movie, but it. I don't know. It, it, it's them doing something a little bit unexpected in the way that I think that's why so many people really latch on to Pixar because you never really know what you're going to get from movie to movie, right? I mean, right. all these things that we're talking about, all these movies are so wildly diverse. And, uh, yeah, that's why I appreciate Coco. Oh, it's, man, this, I was think a, it's, this was a really good year, though. Yeah. The Best Picture nominees are pretty great. But Coco, if you put Coco in there instead of one or two of them. What do we have? Real quick. So this is the year Shape of Water wins. Uh, Call Me By Your Name. Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Three Billboards. Well, I mean, Coco's better than almost all of I mean, those. I, it's easily better than, like, three of them right off the bat. Sure. Without any yeah, question it's, whatsoever. Yeah, it's, but, it's, yeah. You know, Phantom Thread, Lady Bird, Get Out, Dunkirk, those movies are awesome. Of course. Yes, of course. Anyway. So that's the end of the Pete Doctor tier. We're moving to the top <sighs> tier. There's three movies in the We've top tier. We've made it. We're here. The top tier, because two of the three movies were directed by him, is the Andrew Stanton tier. Sure. Number three is Wally. Woo! You rewatched Wally this week, right? I sure did. As did I. Wally. Uh, originally, Eva? originally, Wally was in the next tier down for me. It, it Interesting. Didn't, it didn't it join my up. top two, but upon the rewatch, it, joined, it moved up. It moved to, up. 
to the top tier. Moving on up Here to the stand side. <laughs> the first 35 minutes of Wally is movie perfection. I texted this to you. I the first 30 whatever minutes of Wally are as good as movie has ever been. Stand by it. Fight it's me. It's movie perfection. Fight me. There's not a single line of dialogue. It's unreal. Absolutely amazing. It's so good. It holds up perfectly. It's great. Wally has the best score in a Pixar movie. Okay. Yeah, probably. It's Thomas Newman and it, the whole movie. It's, yeah. it's just beautiful. Great. Um, and the, the reason... Eva? Going into the rewatch of Wally, in my head, it was going to... I thought maybe it was going to be a little like Up, where I knew the beginning was great. The uh-huh. way the beginning of Up is great. And then I thought the rest of the movie wasn't going to live up to that standard the way I don't think Up does. Upon the rewatch, I was wrong. The rest of the movie is also great. It's not quite as great as the beginning, but the step down is not nearly as drastic as it is during Up. I agree. Um, everything on the spaceship is enjoyable, and the, and the Wally Eva, you know, adventures. Eva? Wally. Eva? I love this movie. It's so good. And I, yeah, this is probably my number. It's in the top tier. It's it's probably two or three for me. Um, I, I'm trying to remember which ones you're listing off as your top tier. So I can, okay, well, I said Inside Out. You said Inside Out. You said maybe Toy Story 2. And maybe Toy Story, which could be, which should be called Toys. <laughs> should be called Toys. But I'll talk to the higher-ups about that. Wally came out 13 years ago now. And look how farther things have gone. Climate <laughs> change. I mean, Wally, Wally was trying to tell us. Wally was trying to I teach mean, the us. The human destruction environmental side plot holds up even better than when it came out. Isn't it crazy, though? Think like, about, like, just, you know, we're just ordering our Postmates. Just oh, bring, that reminds me. I'm hungry. Bring the food to my mouth. <laughs> I... I agree with everything you said. I think that the the step down because I think I think Up and Wally are good comparisons, right? Because they both sort of have this like high emotional arc at the start. Up for me, like you said, really takes a, a pretty steep step down mm-hmm. for the second and third acts. Wally, it takes a step down. The stuff on the ship, it's like I I just want to spend more time with Wally. <laughs> and like we we're spending time with these like I'm sorry to say it, but like fat asses um <laughs> on the ship and it's just not it 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 every Pixar movie even even the best ones fall into this thing where it's like okay we've established this thing right and now let's set the world on fire right. now what now we got to tell a story. and now what and it's always like ugh then now what I just want to spend more time with these people. And the now what is, as we've mentioned, is almost always some sort of adventure that the characters they're are. they're going on a journey, there's, and you're like, here we go. Oh yeah, there's a there's going to be a chase. There are going to be high stakes. There's going to be a race. There's always something, and it's fine. I mean, it's it's not bad, but and it's, but I I I think sort of the audacity to make Wally right this movie. Like we were saying earlier, these movies that ostensibly are like four kids. Right. That is this patient, 
sort of like methodical and it gets into sort of like hijinks but essentially at its core this movie that is about like the planet and what we're doing to it and you have to sort of live in all of that and enjoy sort of like the methodical nature of it it's not it doesn't go without saying that that's sort of a brave thing to do for I think a movie studio like this when they could just like punt it and make a movie about like a football team. Not to mention your whole movie cruxes on getting emotion out of robots. Not yeah. always the easiest thing to do. Totally. Uh, Wally was not nominated for Best Picture. This was, the, I believe, the last year before it expanded. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And so I, what are what are our five? I think this is one of the movies that was kind of like cited as like uh huh. The reason the to expand that should be nominated for Best Picture. Our five this year is uh, Slumdog Millionaire okay. wins. Well, cancel it. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. It's one of the worst best picture. I mean, one movie. of the maybe one of the worst best picture lineups of all time. It's pretty rough, and uh, this. I mean, the main movie that kind of led to this change, I think, if you're going to pick one movie, was probably The Dark Knight. That's the one that always gets cited as the example sure. this year. It's like, how did, you know... Sure. The blockbuster should be allowed to get nominated, too. Yeah. But Wally is, that was definitely part of that conversation, Man, too. that's... Yeah, it's just wild. Wally. Right, are you ready for number two? Uh, Yeah. Number two is Finding Nemo. Wow. We watched Finding Nemo, one of my favorites. Uh... I wasn't planning to watch the whole thing. I was like, oh, I'll just watch the beginning again. And, and you got sucked I in. I couldn't turn it off. You got sucked in. Like Dory into that fucking sewer. Start to finish, Finding Nemo is fantastic. Yeah. It has... Well, I think I already said Wally has the best score. But I also wrote down in my notes, best music. Okay. Also Thomas Newman, so he won't be offended if I... Oh, he'll love it. And he listens. I also wrote down Best Beginning, even though there's like three other movies I've already, already noted. Best Beginning? As the, best beginning. the very beginning is great. When Marlon's entire family gets, gets murdered. <laughs> Except for Nemo. You sick It's fuck. a very good beginning. Great characters throughout. Great voice acting. Uh, and I wrote down Best Combo of Funny and Emotional. Okay. There's great humor throughout seagulls, the sea turtles, <laughs> everyone in the fish tank. Yeah. No, Nemo's great. And uh, you, you're not in on Nemo, huh? No, no, I am. It, it's it, it's hard to begrudge Nemo. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, maybe just because it is such a sort of populist choice, I have an aversion to it, and that's on me. Okay? That's on me. Okay. Um. I just don't know that it gets to sort of that next level for me that a Wally does, an Inside Out does. That's um, I think it's a perfectly enjoyable watch. I think it hits. I, I think it hits a lot of those those levels. Okay. When when you least expect it. Oh my god! I mean, I have seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dory has a great emotional arc. Dory. I mean, cer- certainly Dory. Marlin, certainly, certainly Nemo. Dory. Yeah. I mean, Dory works better in a supporting role. Right. Yeah. Sharks. Bruce. 
wow, all my old pals. Well, this is, I don't like I don't like the water. But I, I I don't want to talk. No, I don't want to talk about it. But the ocean <laughs> is something I can't really talk about because it really ocean is something I can't really talk about. You guys, we don't know what's going on in the ocean. Finally, number one. By process of elimination, it's pretty obvious. But number one is Toy Story. The first picture. It's hard to argue. Made. The first one too. How? I mean, that's and obviously, you know, when you're making a list like this, you're kind of factoring that in a little bit as like. But I would stand by this entirely, just from strictly on the merits. This movie holds up phenomenally well. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's emotional. It created this war. It made literally, we already talked about, it made every kid in the world go home and look at their toys and imagine them as being alive. Crazy. I was looking at all my Barbies. (laughs) Your Barbies and your, and your stings and Bret Hart. Thank you. I was not a WCW kid. Oh God. That's sorry. Monday Night Wars. Pick a side. (laughs) NWO for life. N N N N N W. So that's my list. That's that's the twenty four. Uh, well, it's much like when people say, Pixar. "Who's your favorite president?" and I say, "George Washington." <laughs> uh, there's no doubting. You know, we've we've come a long way since. But you look back at our founding fathers and say, <laughs> "Hard to argue with that." <laughs> um, no, Toy Story is. It's a great choice. I I can't begrudge that at all. And it's you're right in the sense that like. It still manages to look incredible. Yes. It looks so good. Like, it's obvious that, you know, from from where they've come, that in the first Toy Story, they didn't have a great concept, uh, a great idea on how to animate, like, human faces. And so they, they do things cleverly to avoid showing it that much. Yeah. Spike? One of the great villains in movie Spike history. Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. I mean... Creating Woody and Buzz Lightyear is Iconic. just unbelievable. Iconic. An I old mean, cowboy and and a and a astronaut shows up and it's like should should animated cast be eligible for ensemble at the SAG Awards? <laughs> Are they not? No. Well, I don't think so. I feel like they should be. I feel like they probably are. I don't think they are. Hmm. I'll look into it. But Toy Story. Yeah, I, I, I approve. How many movies that people could justifiably say is their favorite Pixar movie? And then you wouldn't think well, it was crazy. There are a lot of idiots. Toy idiot. Story. There Fire are Evil. a lot of idiots Wally, out here. Coco. It'd be weird if someone had Toy Story 3 as their favorite. Yeah, you can't yeah, you can't trust that person. Throw them in front of a bus. Ratatouille, inside out. Ratatouille up. Ratatouille is on that list, but if that is your favorite, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Ratatouille, you're underrating Ratatouille. I just watched it. Well, that doesn't mean It's you. annoying. Doesn't mean your take on it is great. Oh! Uh, it's just I don't know. It's like he's pulling his hair. You know, it's like, all right. Pixar at the Oscars. Sure. Would you like me to run down some stats for you? Please do. Well, okay. So these so these are the movies that have won animated feature at the Oscars. First of all, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Toy Story 
before animated feature became an award of the Oscars, won a special achievement oh, really? Oscar. Uh, but these are the movies to win uh, animated feature at the Academy Awards. Finding Nemo. Okay. The Incredibles. Okay. Ratatouille. Wally, Up. Toy Story 3. Brave. Inside Out. Coco. Toy Story 4. And Soul. Not nominated. Cars 2. Monsters University. The Good Dinosaur. Finding Dory. And Cars 3. Man, we could have saved some time on my list and just rattled off which ones were not nominated. That was basically my bottom two tiers right there. Honestly. The movies that lost. Monsters, Inc. lost to Shrek. <laughs> the first year animated that's, was awarded at the that's Oscars. That's kind of hilarious. I stand by that. Shrek, that's good. You forget Shrek was a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> it really was. Smash Mouth was the biggest band in the world because of Shrek. Unbelievable. Still is. I love Smash Mouth. <laughs> Somebody wants... Uh, in I bet you've seen Smash Mouth in concert. Uh, no, I never have. That's not true. There was, they did a you know how like local sports radio does like kind of song spoofs. Unfortunately, yeah. So, hey now, you're an all star. There was a year they did, Nomar, you're an all star. <laughs> when Nomar Garcia Parra made the all star team. Wow, cool. What a, what a time to be alive. And what a time. Probably 1999. Well, my favorite, my favorite example of this, and I owned it on uh, CD, oh, no. was uh, when the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup. It was either in 97 or 98 because they won it in back-to-back years. Uh, it was when Aaron Carter had I Want Candy. <laughs> They did I Want Stanley. Oh, no. I Want Stanley. Oh, have, yeah. And you had this on CD. I listened to it. It probably wore out. No, Mar, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Cars lost to Happy Feet. Oh, Happy Feet. Sure. This one, feet. this one is quite the battle, but I think I we probably agreed that the right movie won. Uh, Incredibles 2. Lost to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Would Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse be my favorite Pixar movie? Ooh. That movie is... Spider-Verse is fantastic. Unbelievable. And then in a, uh, uh, you know, uh, inside the company battle here, I suppose, uh, Onward lost to Soul. And I believe the only year that two Pixar movies were against each other. Hmm. So... You know, obviously, it's Oscar track record, unbelievable. Do we think Luca will win? That's a great question. I, I, uh, I don't know. Do you bet Luca or do you bet the field? I think you always sort of bet Pixar, just based on. I'm trying to think of what other animated movies are coming out this year. I'm sure there are. I mean, I mean we, the Boss Baby, too, Boss Baby Two, Family Hotel. Values. Hotel Transformania, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> the Adams Family 5? 2? Family 2. And then, you know, there'll oh, be... Peter some... Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Absolutely not. There'll be some that come out... Paw Patrol. Out... Paw Patrol calling the oh movie. Oh, my God. If Paw, Patrol the... if Paw Patrol the movie beats Luca for the Oscar and Kim Kardashian gets to give the acceptance <laughs> speech, 
absolute <laughs> best moment in Oscar history. That'll be phenomenal. You, you know, there's going to be some movie that comes out that's some you know like art house sort of like animated thing that's called like the boy and his shepherd and it's about like you know this kid who's walking through ireland for eight years and it's like beautiful but boring and we're all like yeah that was amazing and the it's like, boy okay. and his shepherd the boy and his shepherd that actually sounds pretty good i'd watch it right now uh favorite voice performance in any pixar movie it's a great question and i think it begs the conversation about whether or not there should be a voice actor category at the oscars I think so. I think you gotta just compete in best actor. But I think, I, I think they do, right? I I, I don't know. I remember right, there right. being a push for like Ellen for Finding Nemo or something, right? But like, yeah, it's I don't, the same thing as like the the like push for Andy Serkis doing like right motion capture acting with with like the Planet of the Apes movie. Sure. Um, my favorite voice performances would be. Jacob Tremblay in Luca, <laughs> who is an absolute legend. Sure. Alberto. Uh, I love Phyllis Smith in Inside Out. That's a good one. Uh, she's she's just great. Um, I love Ed Asner in Up, despite yep. Up not being my favorite, favorite Pixar. I think he's great. Um, it's... How can you not just absolutely love Tim Allen? Oh, interesting. They Tim Allen versus Tom Hanks. Despite the fact that Tim Allen, I think, is a They're both terrible so person. <laughs> he's he's, he's so perfect. But Tom Hanks is is They're both just perfection. But the voice that. cast the voice cast in Toy Story is almost a separate thing. It's like Don Rickles? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. He's so funny. It's so good. The one that I wrote down that, that jumped out on the rewatch is Albert Brooks as, oh. as Marlin in Finding Nemo. He's, yeah. he's just great. Albert Brooks is so good. He's, he's awesome. It, he's it's great. such a perfect voice for that character. He's, he's fantastic. Like Amy Poehler. It's not easy, too. Like he has to kind of go through the, the gamut of emotions. And yeah. that he's like this nervous dad. It's, he's, he does a phenomenal job. Amy Poehler, I think, actually brings a lot to joy. In, yeah. I think that's a character that could have been really obnoxious right as somebody who has to be so high the entire time you know uh and then richard kind in inside out as bing bong oh, is bing bong. phenomenal all I, right any final thoughts on pixar i just i i really respect what they've been able to do I mean, i think <laughs> he respects pixar that's the takeaway are you done i'm sure they respect the popcorn boys they I would hope so. The Popcorn Boys would be a good title for a Pixar. Honestly, movie. imagine a movie called the Pix the, the Pixar Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how I should have started. <laughs> it's it's the, the Pixar, Pixar Boys. Boys. Now, I mean, I I really respect and appreciate Pixar bringing sort of mainstream animation to where it is now because I think it is a legitimate thing that people take seriously, and I without them, I don't really know where things would be uh it's and it's fun that they like their output it's you know like pretty much every year you're going to get a pixar movie and maybe it hits maybe it doesn't all the time but it's never going to be an absolute atrocity unless right. it's cars three i suppose cars two is the bad one okay i'm so sorry so sorry cars three sorry mater uh you know we, we we talked about hopefully no more sequels 
it's interesting. The last three movies have been completely originals. Yeah. And the next one is too. So we're going to have four in a row without a sequel there. Let's go. There won't be a sequel for three straight years. Thank God. And thank God for that. And thank you, Lady God. Thank you, Lady Jesus. And speaking of sequels, Daniel. Yes, sir. Next week. Oh, boy. On the Popcorn Boys. We're revving up our engines. Zoom, zoom, baby. Vroom, vroom. Zoom. You mean vroom. Zoom. These are cars. Vroom, vroom. F9. It's been a it's fast long week. day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Well, when does he die in? Come a long way from where we began. Let me think about this. Six or seven, I think. Tell you all about it when I see you again. Maybe we should sing out with that song every episode. We should. All right. We'll see you next week for our Fast and Furious episode. Where in the course of the next week, I have to watch all eight (laughs) Fast and Furious movies. So when I see you next time, yeah, baby, I'm going to be on the protein. I'm going to be lifting weights. I'm going to be revving my... Engines, I'm gonna be racing down the street. Zoom, ah, zoom. That's gonna make me awake. <laughs> Stick shift. Oh, I can't wait. Popcorn boys out. It's been a long day. Don't you, my friend? Oh. Now get to me. Oh. Tell you. About it when Harmonize. Oh, See you again. You don't know how to sing. I'm singing the other part. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>